Hey, Woodward's listeners, Kale here. We'll get you to your regularly scheduled program in a second, but first I wanted to do a little self-promotion. We're up to over 100 posts and 1,000 iTunes downloads at woodwardsdetroit.com, and we want to get a little bit bigger, but we need your help. So if you got mad writing skills and want to talk about sports and pop culture, or you got a badass idea for a podcast, send an email our way at woodwardsdetroit at gmail.com. That's woodwardsdetroit at gmail.com. Now let's get you back to what you came here for. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Abba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right, camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, Toyset. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for movie, TV, news, and discussion. I'm Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my friend... Colin Ward. And absent from our usual cast of characters is Mitch Abba. He's out busy again this week, but to, uh, to sub for us, to spot start for us is the very lovely and vibrant Liz Rittenauer. Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you. You guys uh, might not know Liz, but if you've been to the site, you've uh, seen her handiwork. The site was designed by Liz, and Liz is actually responsible for helping us get on iTunes, too, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little slower to the technical stuff uh, of the internet, but Liz figured it out. Um, Liz works in movies, and Liz is actually on her way to L.A. this weekend, so we thought, what better way to send her out than to have her on the... On the as a guest on the film cast before she leaves, just what she wants, just really. what she just what she hoped to do right before she <laughs> leave was be on a podcast instead of packing and finding a place to live. Right, exactly. those are, you know responsibilities are look. It's all about podcasting these days. Caution to the wind. But uh, before we get to our, our usual uh, set of uh, before we get to our usual set list of things to do here on the podcast, I want to introduce you to everyone listening. And the way we, we do it now when we have a guest on is to, to ask a couple questions. The first of which is, Liz, what is your favorite movie of all time? This is a horrible question. Horrible question, but, but give time. it a shot. I've been panicking about this all day. Um, honestly, my favorite movie is Step Brothers. Of all, that's of all in the history of cinema? That's the movie that I watch the most. I've probably seen it like 50 times. I know it's not the best movie. If my, my serious answer is maybe Moulin Rouge, which might be just as laughable. No. no but I love Moulin Rouge. No. <laughs> Trying to make me feel comfortable. No, that's legit. I'm giving you my honest answers. I don't care what you think. <laughs> Step Brothers is the best movie ever. Silence. <laughs> no, I so I because of you, I recently saw Step Brothers. I I very much enjoyed it, so I, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, because you know, MacGruber is my favorite movie. Yeah, of if all you're time. being serious. Um, if I was Colin. actually, yeah. well, are we talking about like guilt? Your guilty pleasure. I mean, favorite? I don't feel or guilty favorite about and best it. movie are always a different thing. I know like, that's why you know my I have my serious answers, but if you know, in my heart of hearts, it's Step Brothers. Huh. In your what's heart, what's your favorite like? Movie you don't tell people is your answer. Titanic. Really? Yes. I, I knew that. Yeah. My first memory. It's of, a great movie. I'm not shameful. About my first that memories one. of Colin in elementary school are him loving Titanic. I would like go up on the podium at the Scott School, like you know how they had the ship there, and yeah, I would and you act would, you out. Would. The ship. Were you Leo or Kate? Both. 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 
Wow. Liz, what was your favorite? What's the other question I want to ask you is what, what has been your favorite film you've seen this year? Well, I haven't seen that many, to be honest, but it, I don't know. I got to say it's Magic Mike. It is. The seek. I'm giving terrible answers. Colin's looking at me like I'm crazy. No, that's but fine. Well, it, you, I know you didn't like the first one. This is my real answer. Okay, my, my serious answer is probably Mad Max. Um, that's the coolest movie I've seen in a while. Uh, but the movie I had the most fun at was Magic Mike 2. The first one I hated, so I thought I was going to hate this one, but it was so much fun seeing it in theaters, mm. and the audience was amazing. It was just really, really good and entertaining. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. We didn't. You didn't see that, did you? No. I didn't see it either. I, I haven't seen, seen the, the first, first one. one. Oh, oh, wow. Well, maybe we'll have, Cal and I, we're going to have a double feature night. We're going to sit I'm down serious, and watch I'm really serious. It's really good. It, I, talked <laughs> about, I talked about it. Yeah, you two watch it together. Yeah, we will. <laughs> It's amazing. Cool. So, uh, Step Brothers, Magic Mike. <laughs> so far, Liz. I have no so, credibility here. <laughs> it's okay. No, look, we look. We're all sitting in this room doing a podcast. We don't have any credibility, anyways. Um, so, but Liz, this is a Detroit film podcast, and so you know, since you're moving out to go work in big Hollywood land on on big movies, we wanted to get your your uh, perspective on uh, the the ever changing uh, the film atmosphere here in Michigan. You have you got anything to say about? Oh, I mean, it's been a it's been a down year for for film in Michigan. I mean, it's kind of a shame that the incentive's gone. So it's you have super any disappointing. I mean, the I've probably needed to go out there at some point if you want to work in movies. You kind of have to, but I mean, it was nice being here, being able to get higher positions as a newcomer. It's going to be harder out there, I think, and it just kind of sucks that everyone like everyone i know has had to leave immediately to atlanta or la or what have you i mean everyone is straight up just gone i mean there's hardly anyone here anymore and it's really sad and i i was just hearing that it's actually affecting the commercial world a lot too mm -hmm. that was always pretty steady and like uh advertising and all that but um you know i guess even those big advertising firms are kind of losing a lot of their business because of the incentive as well so it's affecting a ton of industries beyond just our small film community but that being said i'm excited to go out there you will have to be our, our voice on the ground in los angeles when you get there too okay a little more background liz does she does art department work on film so i can't wait to get your perspective um on art and design as we talk movies today um yeah down to business we uh every every week we get together and we uh get together having seen the same movie to sit around and have a roundtable discussion about it this week we saw m night Shyamalan's the visit which is a, a movie that i didn't think i would be seeing this year but we ended up seeing it <laughs> and we all i think have some things to say about it we'll get to that uh in the, in the middle of the show but we also start off every show with some movie and tv headlines um we, we keep joking about it, but it's just true. And and Mitch, you know, loves to have this. He, he wants our uh, our jingle of uh, reboot of the week. We totally do it. A, a, a regular segment every week, as it happens all the time. Uh, there was a lot of reboot and sequel news this week. The first is the the, uh, the confirmation, I guess, of a, a Charlie's Angels reboot is happening. Great, bad, excited. I am so excited. I love Charlie's Angels. It's the best. First know. or full throttle? Well, the first one's better, but I own both. So. <laughs> now, I, this is a TV and show. And I think one of them's on Netflix right it's now. A, it's a so. Right. Is it? 
I know one of them's on Netflix. Is that your Netflix Actually, recommendation? Mm, no. <laughs> it might be now. Well, they um we they, uh, there's rumors I guess that Elizabeth Banks is going to direct it. Does that excite you guys? That's is actually that... really cool. Although that's kind of weird because wasn't the other ones were like McG or yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 like yeah. action. I don't know type, why I know that, but yes, yeah. like sexy action director Elizabeth Banks. I don't know. It's cool. I don't know what she'll she do with the action part too, of it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what like what does she know about action movies? I mean, I'm excited. I love Elizabeth Banks. I think that's awesome. I, I think she, uh, it will be a very interesting to get one three badass women back together again like kicking ass and taking names and i always love the whole idea of charlie's angels and then to have elizabeth banks a female voice in directing and movies to direct it uh is another i think bonus on top i don't think that it will fall into some of the traps that the first two well not the first two but um the charlie's angels movies fell into uh, I'm really excited for this. I think it's it's due, and this is one of those reboots where I so you're down with it. Fully this is like, see this. this. Is a reboot yeah. where like, yeah, this makes sense. It's it all the same it, people, right? Like same leads. Or no, I don't. No, no, no. no. Oh, it's a, this hmm. is a full on reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Do they know? Have no. They which brings me to my real question for you two, which is, who do you want to see as an angel? Oh my god. Is it, do you does it do you think this means that Elizabeth Banks is going to be one of them? Cuz I kind of feel like that. No. 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 Maybe she'd be uh what's his face? Bosley. Bosley. Maybe think? maybe there'd be a chick Bosley. Really? Why not? I don't know. Well, there's a chick Kyle. Well, we'll okay. Previously, we had uh Bill Murray and Bernie Mac, and then Minnie Bosley, whatever his role was, was Shia LaBeouf in the second one. Really? What? I, he was... Have, have you seen it? Dude, I have not. I don't think I've ever seen Full Throttle. Yeah, I don't know if I have either. Shia LaBeouf well, is Max, yes. Yeah, well, he's. I think the idea is that at the end, like, he's going to be the next Bosley kind of thing. Oh, like really? Was, an like all star. Gonna, like he was going to be the next Indiana Jones too. But <laughs> neither, neither of those worked out. He really has the touch. That's um, an amazing threesome of Bosleys. Like <laughs> you don't get that diversity with like James Bond or anything. <laughs> Guys, who 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 name? Let's like maybe we all pick one, one angel. Okay, because oh there's God. three of us. Fun. Fun. Who picks like the token say, ethnic one? Let's say. Let's say. <laughs> I was thinking actually. <laughs> let's let's say it's not Elizabeth Banks for the for the uh, point oh, of. Oh God. Okay. Being creative. Here. Uh, Helen Mirren. <laughs> she's hot. She's, right? <laughs> she yeah, she's hot. She has red. Yeah, she's already in an action movie. Yeah. Oh, that's the problem. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay. Hmm. Okay. You guys go. Colin. I like Emily Blunt. Okay. I mean, Duh. call her like her. pigeonholing because of she was such a badass in Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. And Sicario. And Sicario. Um, but she's and just, maybe another movie that we'll get to. And in a she's second, funny. She's just awesome. I love her so much. Yeah. I was just watching her on TV last night. I, I want to swear. I love her. You can swear. You can swear. I can. Yeah. Just Ron swear. XM. I fucking love her. Yeah. Um. How about Lapita? Oh, definitely. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. To see her do that kind of thing. Oh God. She, she's in Star Wars, but she's not. She's not. Uh, she's like being uh, motion captured. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. I want. I want to see her in an, in an action movie where she like can 
be in front of the camera Definitely. and be her. Yeah, she's awesome too. Hmm. Steve Buscemi. I cannot <laughs> think. <laughs> well, let's lose our women voice. <laughs> our women yeah, no, voice. Yeah, the women voice of the show is really <laughs> providing. Maybe someone like, I don't know, like, this might be weird, but for some reason I thought of Elizabeth Olsen. I don't know why. No, that could work. Why but so, someone, well, you know, I know why. Because the Olsen twins were in the second Charlie's Angels. <laughs> 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 but also, I really like Elizabeth Olsen. I don't know, man. Oh, maybe like, maybe like Olivia Wilde or something. I have a. She seems like she could be a, a, a tough, tough girl kind of thing. I, I was, I, this is a, I think, uh, you guys know Lauren Cohan who plays Maggie in The Walking Dead? I think she'd be a low-key good one. No. I want her to make the jump to a movie. No, be, why? Because I think she's she's got that badass girl thing going on. I did not care for those characters. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. That's, an, that's an outside <laughs> shot. I stopped watching. <laughs> uh, um other reboot news which is really i guess technically a sequel i don't know what's going on here i mean it involves disney um who you know came out with tomorrowland this year and bombed so they're just they're ready to keep rolling out re- remakes and sequels which is ridiculous well we'll get to the jungle book trailer in a second but um you know cinderella is coming out on 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 video on demand and dvd this week or it's coming out soon and they just announced that they're doing a mary poppins sequel did you do you guys hear this? It's a sequel. That I originally I saw a reboot. Now I'm hearing sequel. I heard sequel. Yeah. Either way, with the same I people? with the same people. Well, at least. Uh, well, I don't know. Characters. I don't. Do you think? What you mean the cast of characters? It's at least that, Mary Poppins. So here's what it, here's what the uh, BBC is telling me, which according to Entertainment Weekly, um, it will be based on P.L. Travers's series of books. Um, Rob Marshall is reportedly directing it and it will see Mary returning to the Banks family in London hmm. which means that they're older or there's yeah, new kids or I mean that was a long time ago if we're doing this in real time that was in the 60s I yeah I like the look will be because they I mean the whole like the look is part of it I mean it the, it looks older. It's part of the appeal. I don't well, know. Well, like the animation and yeah. Like, I'll, I mean, I'll just come out and say I think this is this is not one that I'm excited for. This is silly and stupid. And why are we doing this, Disney? Why are you milking this for all it's worth? And I love Saving Mr. Banks, and I get it. Like I, I Mary Poppins is one of those films where like I will watch it and cry because it reminds me of my childhood and I had a very strong impression on me as a child. And I think it's the per- I think it's one of those movies that is literally a perfect musical. I don't know why they have to use this as a way to make money. It's really frustrating. Yeah, it's... they should just leave it. I don't know. Plus, okay, so Rob Marshall, I'm like, part of me thinks it's exciting because he did Chicago, yeah, which is right. and we, the best right. musical. But and he did Into the Woods then recently. I hated Into the Woods. Did you like it? Oh, it was one of I, the was worst things. Really? So I, I didn't see it. What is What was bad about it? Oh, my God. It, the whole thing was the same song. It was the entire thing. It was the same song just a slight variation on all of it does nothing happen i'm a big fan of the stage version of into the woods and i've seen it um and how it works is the first half is funny slapstick humor and then the second half is you know what happens after ever after and it's more serious and people die so like that was a lot of people's like big 
problem with it that it got too serious at the end. That wasn't my issue with it. My issue was the first half lacked any humor that the stage show really? had. It was not fun. No, Mm-mm. not at all. Because I've heard good Mm-mm. things about the stage, the stage show too. Stage I can see good. it working on stage. It's, I mean, it's cool the way they do it. It's all obviously in the woods, and it's all just this really. I don't know. It seems like it'd be difficult because it's just this one woods set. But they kind of they did that well. It doesn't get boring really. But it also that's a long time to be looking at that on a movie screen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't play the same way as it would on stage. I think. So I wonder. I just wonder what Rob Marshall's going to do with this world too. Because you mentioned the look, the old look of Mary Poppins, where it's like it's all obviously a soundstage, and it's even though it's supposed to look like. Yeah. Downtown Is that like London. Technicolor? Like, do you know? Like, like colorized? Yeah. I don't think so. I think they shot on color, I think. Mm. But it still got that kind of It look. does have that look. And I. Um, and then, you know, the, the animation that, that floats in and out of them, of out of the live action and stuff. I mean. Well, and it's, it's that, like, Disney style. It's a 60s know, Disney. Yeah. It's very much that like kind it's of that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Mary Poppins, but I, I, I'm not for whatever reason. I'm not, like I don't get excited about this like I would be if like there's a new Star Wars sequel because to me it's like making a sequel to The Godfather or something. It, it's a it's a movie that like has nothing else. I don't you don't walk out of Mary Poppins. You don't walk out of you don't watch Mary Poppins and go, man. I wonder what happens after that. <laughs> yeah, was there like a huge demand for Mary Poppins market right now? Like. Well, people yeah. just really want some singing nanny. <laughs> well, like, what, Saving I, Mr. Like, Banks was pretty successful, I think, for that kind of movie. Like, it got critical acclaim, but was completely snubbed at the Oscars. That snubbed year. at the Oscars, yeah, that's that's for true. Which I thought was, I loved that movie. I, I know some people. Really I thought too, Colin actually. Farrell was great, and I thought, I mean, wow. Schwartzman was great too. It was like I don't know. I I thought it was really good. But um, but I don't know. I think that Disney thinks that there's always a market for anything old Disney becoming new. For example, well, I guess we just should get into it, the, the Jungle Book movie that Jon Favreau is, is making, the trailer came out this week. Um, we watched it before we did the show. What did you guys think of the Jungle Book trailer? Looks good. Which is another Disney property that was successful in the 60s and they're trying to reboot now. Uh, it, I mean, personally, I think it works better as animation. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I Admittedly, I've never seen the original Jungle Book, but watching the trailer, unless they correct some of the very obvious CGI that was in that trailer, yeah, I don't really want to watch CGI animals run around for right for yeah, an, for an hour and a half. Some of the CGI I, look kind of weird, but sometimes CGI in trailers looks worse than it's, the exactly. Now, yeah, they can. You've never it, seen the original Jungle Book? No, you have. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it too. That was like my brother and I. Like we, that was like a, a movie we connected with when we were younger. It's weird because, like it, I don't know. It, it looked so much darker than the Disney one, or the I mean the um, the animated, the animated one. one. Yeah, no, it does look dark. Like like really dark. Like literally, just really dark. I mean, the other ones kind of. I mean, it's still kind of dark in places. You know, you got your villain and whatever, but like. It's still pretty upbeat, it's playful, cutesy, it's like playful movie. Bare necessities. Yeah. I want to be like all you. those great like, dancing yeah. bears. 
I don't know. It looks cool, but I, I my thing that struck me was I didn't really like Scarlett Johansson's voice for the snake. Yeah, she so doesn't sound. It sounds like if I was the snake, it's like just sounds like a <laughs> regular person with a kind of. Yeah, so so ScarJo is playing the the snake, and she's obviously like kind of won a claim for her voice work in her, which I haven't seen. It was great, but, but she's supposed to be a person you kind of fall in love with and right whatever. like a Whereas sexual this is like of... a villain right i mean is yeah cause yeah cause he's the snake i mean let's she let's listen sound evil here here's the cough from the original movie who's played by uh sterling holloway who uh did winnie the pooh and winnie the pooh um we we heard scarlett johansson does this sound like scarlett johansson to you guys <laughs> it's a man cub a delicious man Go away and leave me alone. Oh, that's just what I should do, but I'm not. No, now, please go to sleep, man cub. Yes, man cub. Please go to sleep. Please. I mean, that's Winnie the Pooh. That's Winnie the Pooh. Oh, bother. Okay, how is that Scarlet Johansson? Yeah, I know. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what kind of take they're going to go with. Who watched this and was like, I know who'd be perfect. <laughs> she just sounds kind of awkward and not evil. I mean, I think her, she has a great voice, but not. I don't know. We'll see. I have faith in John Favreau, and I have faith yeah. that it's going to be fun because of that. I mean, I know the trailer looks dark and scary, but um, it looks cool. Though. John Favreau is like I. I still think Iron Man, the original Iron Man, is like really, really, really good. It's just like it's fun. It's like just a fun movie, and he does a good job with it. And I love Swingers, and big fan of John Favreau. So I'm excited to see what. I always have. Uh, It'll probably be him. good. Yeah. He's my. He's the most exciting part about that whole thing. I think. Yeah, I agree. Not Bill Murray. Oh, well, the well, cast let, is let's, amazing. Yeah, wait, but the, the cast is amazing. I need what? to know who Christopher Walken is playing. Is he playing every character? He's playing. Ki- he's it. playing King Louis. I don't even remember who that is. It's uh, the you know King Louis. It's this dude. Oh, the dancing yeah. one. Yes, yes. So, I don't know. It should be good. Uh, let's look at Scarlett Johansson, Idris Elba, Bill Murray, Ben Kingsley, Christopher Walken, Lupita Nyong'o. Who's she playing? She is playing Rakasha. Or Raksha. Mm-hmm. Raksha. I don't know. The, mother Wolf. M- Mowgli's adoptive wolf mother. Yes. <laughs> um, they have to specify that she's adopted. She's the wolf mother. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's happening. Um, other trailer that came out this week was the second trailer for Creed, the ever anticipated Rocky uh, sequel involving Michael B. Jordan. We watched it before the show. I know neither of you have seen the original Rocky. No, I have. Oh, you have, yeah, a while not or in a not in a long time. Um, so this is obviously follows the story of Apollo Creed, the guy Rocky fights in the first one and becomes friends with later and dies in the fourth one. Uh, spoilers. So. Uh, this then and Michael B. Jordan is his son, uh, Adonis. We watched the trailer. What do you guys? This is the full trailer. We saw the teaser a while ago. What do you guys think? This makes it look like sequel to me. Yeah, I mean, this looks like the way the first one just like had Sylvester Stallone in it for like a few clips. This is heavy on Sylvester Stallone, which I mean, yeah. having not seen him, I really can't judge. I mean, it still looks cool. But I was excited for the fact that this was kind of be a separate story yeah. that existed in the world of Rocky. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it seems it seems that he, that Sly plays an integral part of this movie too, because you know there's parts in this trailer spoilers if you don't want to watch the trailer. There's parts in this trailer where you know he gets sick and and uh, Adonis rallies right behind uh, Rocky in the hospital. It looks like so it looks like he has an integral part in this movie. Does that turn you off? It seems like a weird thing for them to do because you think that like nowadays they make movies that are sequels that like have the brand name but don't they want anyone to be able to go in and watch it and not have any like prior knowledge of the other movie. you know what I mean it's like why they don't call it Avengers two they mm-hmm. call it Avengers Age of Ultron that kind of thing I actually kind of like for some reason with this one I actually kind of like that it just in, it involves Sylvester Stallone and everything like I don't know why. Well, I got because he's such a big part of it. To do it otherwise with with all new people, it would just feel like another one of these reboot things where they have to. Yeah, I I, I kind of like it, and it's also being like you can tell that this is. He needs a comeback too, probably. I mean, well, no, which, he did no, all he, those big. He does it. Expendables. Does yeah, he but need he, need, he needs a comeback. Does he need? He a wants comeback. a comeback because look, no, but look, I feel bad for look. Him. Whether you like it or not, he is an Oscar-winning writer. Uh, you know, Rocky won Best Picture in '76. He, he wrote, wrote the screenplay. It? Yeah. I didn't know. So that. whether you like it or not, he has won an Oscar before. And do you not? Do you not? Do you, is there any chance? Of you guys watch him. You, you see him crying here. Old washed-up actor crying in a in a movie. Does have Oscar written all over it? Yeah. <laughs> no. The There's no shot. Like, the wrestler comes to mind. Yeah. No. no. What Mickey Rourke did in the wrestler was so fucking great that I don't know. Uh, okay. I, uh, I'm not gonna... I think it's gonna be a strong Oscar season, so it's hard to say it, but, uh... Kayla, you just wanna say I it. I would love... I would love to see Sylvester you know Stallone. you have a huge boner for this movie happening. Yes, I do. I'm still excited for the movie. It's just... Yeah, it, it's really cool. This, mo- this trailer really made it look a lot different to me than the I agree, the but it did get me pumped. I get, yeah. I get kind of chills still looks there. It still sweet. Um, I need to see Fruitvale Station. Did me too. I still that? need to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix yeah. yeah, you recommended it. One I did. Week, I still have not seen it. But we'll get to it at some point. Still extremely, extremely timely. That movie. Um. Hmm. Speaking of the wrestler, uh, Darren Aronofsky has a, a new movie in the works. Apparently. Wait to hear. I don't know what it is. Wait to hear what it is. This is is all rumors, but apparently he's developing an Evil Knievel biopic. Oh. Hmm. Which kind of seems very. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Good to know. (laughs) I have no idea what that is. That was so weird. Um. Anyway. Anyways. That's literally never happened. <laughs> yeah. um, it seems kind of like similar to the wrestler in a sense. I mean, like that kind of showmanship character. That's like I don't know. It could be very similar. I don't know yeah. what take they're gonna they're gonna take it with. But um, I'd still rather watch Hot Rod. But um, mm. you know, which is about stunts but uh i don't know is that is this is this, jo- is this is this jogging your uh you guys excited for this what's probably going to be an oscar bait movie again with yeah. darren aronofsky i mean i don't i don't think darren's oscar at all i don't think he goes in for that I yeah mean, look I at his track record i mean the fountain the wrestler by no means should have been an oscar movie it's just a mm-hmm. damn good movie yeah 
uh, Black Swan not even really like doesn't really have Oscar. Yeah, like, but his, in his it, actors but always no. seem to. I mean, it's not his fault. He, he gets good. good no, gets... no, I, I know, but there's obviously like that's part of the marketing for a lot of these movies. I feel. I don't think he's after that either, though. Really, I mean, The Fountain. It's I loved the, the Fountain, but yeah. it's so weird and it's really like polarizing. I think a lot of people I... figured it out. Love the fountain. I yeah. think it's one of the most beautiful films of that decade, and I didn't understand how it didn't get. I mean, it's I because it's weird, but it is genius too. Like especially visually and the way they I agree. The way they use petri dishes mm-hmm. and shit to like fake the CGI stuff. It was it's pretty cool. Um, but he's been a, he's been a weird director for me. I mean, I love Pie and I love Requiem for a Dream and I love the Fountain. I Black Swan is like. A forgetful movie for me like I never it's not a movie that like I ever want to go see again the wrestler I respect a lot um, I didn't see Noah did anyone see Noah no mm-hmm. I heard it was awful you, I, you rec- liked I recommended movie. it, this, this it came really? yeah you, you did yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean I heard it from someone who doesn't have good taste in movies so. well there's your issue yeah <laughs> no I liked Noah I thought I mean visually it was super strong as I think always Aronofsky's movies no matter how big or small a concept, yeah. mm-hmm. are visually strong. Um, it was different than the Noah story I remember hearing. It was <laughs> very violent and crazy. But, um, I mean, it's fun to watch. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I want to see it at some point. But, um, no, he just always, it's always like, you know, at one point he was tapped to do Batman before Chris Nolan. Um, and at one point he was supposed to do a Robocop movie. He, like, always is going to do these, like, pop movies at some point that he doesn't um which i respect in a lot of a sense um you know he hasn't been thrown into that world yet the way that like for example josh trank or someone who like makes mm-hmm. a good movie and then you know fox goes and steals him and says make a superhero movie you always i think i always ex- expected darren aronofsky to get sucked into that and he hasn't um so i, like I respect him in that sense but i also at the same time it's like i want him to do something like the fountain again <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. I would like to selfishly like to see him do a big movie just to see what he'd do. Me too, I mean, right. Right. He, he would make, you know, something like Batman or whatever. I feel like he'd do something the way Chris Nolan did where he makes it artsy and appealing to audiences who aren't even usually into those kind of huge pop movies. Yeah, right. He'd put his own spin on it. But we'll Evil Knievel, I don't know how much I care. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much. I'm like, it doesn't really. I'm not like, whoa, yeah, that's gonna be sweet. Costumes could be cool. Yeah, sure. but I mean, maybe it's he's. A, I mean, I don't know much more much about Evil Knievel yeah. other than he's a stunt guy. But maybe I mean, he has a really interesting story. And I mean, Who Aronofsky's like? are are very um, character driven films. Um, so I have faith in him. Who would you want to see be Evil Knievel? Yeah, let's look at Evil, Evil let's Knievel. Let's see what here. he looks like. Hmm. Bill hmm. Paxton. Bill <laughs> Paxton. There it is. I'm gonna jump this. I'm gonna jump these these buses with my motorcycle. That's your Bill Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. That used to hear Danny's Bill Paxton. Hey guys, Kale here. Just wanted to interrupt real quick to remind you that you can now find us on YouTube. 
That's right. You can go to youtube.com and search World Words Detroit, where we've got clips from the podcast you love, we got bonus content you've never heard, and we've got some really cool videos on there as well. So find us on YouTube. And you know what? Here's a friendly reminder to follow us on Twitter at WordWordsDT, to like us on Facebook, and rate and review us on iTunes as well. Okay, back to the show. Um, we, we do gather here every week to talk about a movie that we've all seen, and this week uh, we decided to go with uh, The Visit, this movie that's probably not taking anyone by storm at the theaters right now, um, but it is getting some buzz, which is why we went and saw it. Um, it's the new M. Night Shyamalan movie uh, about a, it's a found footage film of a of two siblings that go and visit the grandparents that they've never met and things go awry. Um, Liz, when we do this, we go around and we first give initial thoughts on the film and then we'll, we'll get into a deeper spoiler discussion afterwards. But Colin, I want to start with you. <laughs> what were your initial thoughts on the visit? Uh, you know, it's... It's I'm I want to say this up front because I think I'm gonna dog on it for you know the next twenty minutes or something. And you, I want to say that you were not excited to go see. This no, movie. I was really. You were harping at me about it. Yeah, but I knew it would yield a good discussion, which it probably will. But um, I will say it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Um, and I think the premise is actually pretty cool. I'm a little over found footage. Um. But some of the ways that they made it work, especially atmospheric-wise, I think was its strong suit. But um, overall, I am just not... It's a weird, weird melding of comedy and horror that just does not translate to when I should be laughing and when I should be scared. Um, This is kind of a mess for me. Um, Yeah. Liz, what were your initial thoughts on the visit? Kind of the same. I mean, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> it, wasn't good. it. I had no idea what it was about at all. Um, I didn't even see a trailer for it, so I didn't have the benefit of being pleasantly surprised when it wasn't as bad as you thought. Like, I straight up just thought it was pretty bad. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. It was it was better than like the happening. I mean, it it is a good premise for a horror movie, and like the yeah, I guess we don't want to do spoilers, but well, you can you can the, go twist in. the twist or whatever yeah. is pretty good. What a twist! And, um, it, I mean, I think it's the kind of thing I was saying that like if someone who wasn't that famous had done it would. Be like, oh, I saw a decent horror movie mix in with all the other horror movies you see throughout the year that come out. But like, it wasn't an M. Night Shyamalan movie. It wasn't it wasn't up to par with any of the awesome movies he's done. It, which, and and which the found is, footage yeah. thing, yeah, it's like, it, that's what everything's been. Like, it just doesn't seem like something he would go for. He doesn't need to do that. Which is my, I guess my biggest thing is like, I don't think this was a very good movie. I think it was, I think it was okay. You know, I don't know. It was very forgetful. But my biggest thing too is that I think the found footage gimmick is beneath him. I agree. <laughs> I mean, he's done, he's done horror well before. Right. I mean, you know, or thriller, whatever way you want to see his movies. But, it's too trendy. But like, it's, yeah. it's, and I, when I sat, when we started watching, I thought, okay, this is good. He's going to make fun of it. 
That's it's what a, I thought too. But it doesn't. I get like Colin. Like what you're saying is, I don't know what was supposed to be funny and what was not supposed to be funny. Yeah. It and did I, not land I sat. We all saw it together, and I was laughing at a lot of it. But later, I thought, I don't know if that was supposed to be funny or not. <laughs> but I did think it was. It was close to being one of those movies that like is so intentionally bad it's good. Like I thought. Because the grandmother in this movie is amazing. Like, in the way that, like... It, like, when she's chasing them beneath the deck floor... Um, that was pretty good. It, but it was scary, but it was also hilarious. To yeah. see this old lady running around she like a spider. Funny. And she was funny. And then she gets out, and her dress is ripped, and, like, her ass is showing. It was like... that. I was like, oh, there's my sign. This is funny. We're laughing at this. Yeah. But it didn't really end that way. It ended very, very seriously. <laughs> like, really serious. Major change. Scary, melodramatic. Like, nothing about the ending was, was funny or heartwarming. So, I now I get the impression it's not supposed to be a funny movie. I don't know. I mean, I kind of liked... If, if they had done it better, I think I would have liked the fact that it's pretty... The, it's pretty mellow with the... Uh, thrills or whatever you want to call them throughout the whole movie until the very end which kind of makes the ending more shocking because you don't get and it gets really intense at the end and you don't get any of that throughout the rest it's just little like things popping up at you stuff like that so that kind of worked but it made the whole rest of the movie kind of just fall flat it was just boring it would just not because you i actually think um part of the movie like part of the fun of the of the first 40 minutes of the movie or hour of the movie is that you keep thinking something's going to happen. Like, you really are convinced that, like, something really bad is going to happen. And it never does. I think you, you like, whispered to me, nothing's going to happen. No, I, I, I was saying I keep thinking something's yeah. going to happen. Because I kept getting all balled up in my chair. It's like, I'm easy to get with those things. I would jump at parts. And like, it, it is a jump, yeah, it's a jump scare movie. It never sure. happened. Yeah. And I thought, I actually thought that it was going to end that way. And that, that would have been kind of genius to me. Where, like, they just have, they're just old they just and they have, they, have, they have dementia and it's really sad. Like, I thought that's yeah. what it was going to come to. But uh, it didn't and it got really weird at the end. Um, Colin, did the twist work for you? No, it wasn't even like... We'll get into spoilers A now. twist for me. It was more like of a, huh, type thing. Like, the, yeah. Right, oh. The, the yeah. twist is oh. that they find out that the people they've been staying with are not their grandparents. They're from a psychiatric ward and they've killed their grandparents. Um, I didn't think it was shocking like his twists usually mm-hmm. are. Or like, oh my god. But it was, you know, a good horror movie twist. Yeah, it, le- it set it made the stakes higher for me. It was definitely frightening. Right. Like it yeah. scared me. That's yeah, a, and I that's why that I think they it's a had good premise. The like yeah. how these people got there, they weren't just random. But yeah, um, but I mean this. I mean that's like what well, I like that twist, and I and I thought it was interesting and made for higher tension uh, for the end. But it goes back to like an initial like right out the gate problem to me that I was just like, well, this is just fucking stupid. Like what? While I love Katherine Hahn's performance in here, I think it's extremely nuanced and fun. Um, what parent in their right <laughs> mind would send their 13-year-old and 15-year-old to go stay with people who they haven't spoken to in 19 years? Yeah, and she has a terrible relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and like... With no phones. Yeah, no phones. Like, I immediately... Like, just don't buy into that and, and 
just make I, I can suspend my disbelief I cannot spend suspend my disbelief that a parent would be that fucking dumb that's one of those moments where it could have gone for the making fun of horror movie things like just really make it not plausible and we'd be like okay that's funny but it doesn't quite go there with any of its jokes it's that thing you, like nothing lands you don't know what's funny and what's not I don't know. What, what was the what was the funniest part for you guys, intentionally or unintentionally? Um, I don't <laughs> know if there were. Okay, the funniest part intentionally, I think, is when the grandma yells Yahtzee with like her mouth full of cookies. That was a, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. In her mouth. <laughs> that part was awesome, uh, and disgusting. <laughs> The funniest part unintentionally was when the grandma in like this serious scary moment offers the uh, the grandchild bread pudding and someone in the audience out of nowhere went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, it was amazing. Uh, we'll help some of that. Oh, that sounds good. And my other slightly off track uh, favorite part was the um vin diesel trailer for, um, yeah the witch hunter. witch hunter yeah. last witch hunter what was that i don't know i don't that, know that didn't know what was going on in that trailer it was crazy but anyway back to the movie Kyle, what was uh, your favorite my favorite intentional like intentionally i part. i do think that yahtzee moment is supposed to be funny yeah because how can you not laugh yeah, at that so great. that was my favorite intentional i mean not my favorite you know, meant to be left, but my favorite intentional one and a little build up to this. We get these characters that have the young guy, the young boy has like severe germaphobe, like <laughs> severe germophobia, like to the point where he should probably be in therapy and well, like and, very and regularly. At the same time, though, they touch on that really early in the film and then never talk yeah, about exactly. it. Exactly. And the, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I to didn't that. even catch it. That that it was that, yeah, it was very yeah. little. Yeah. And then you also have the girl who is like, apparently, because her father left her, has such low self esteem that she can't even look at herself in a mirror. So, yeah. like, these very, like, some, like, <laughs> people who really need to be in therapy, yeah, like, so immediately. Yeah. yeah. So, we get, like, we get, like, a few references that this kid has germophobia, but it never comes into play until the end. When Grandpa takes off his soiled diaper and says, I hear you have a problem with germs, and shoves his shitty diaper in the kid's face. Best. And then, like, like immediately. shitty diaper. Yeah, and immediately, like, cut. <laughs> so it's like Best a of sound movie. effect into your face and then cut. But <laughs> why that's, it made me laugh, but it also made me realize the sole purpose of getting this kid's germophobia and introducing it to the audience is for that payoff of yeah. a shitty diaper in the kid's face. Right. Which is disgusting <laughs> anyways. You don't need to be a germaphobe yeah, no. for that to be a, <laughs> yeah. a bad like, moment. This will really cripple him. Like, that would be a bad moment for anybody, you know? Like, a germaphobe a bad moment would be like, I licked your spoon, now eat some ice cream, you know? But this is like, you shove poop in someone's face, that's uncomfortable for anyone. It's <laughs> one of my new favorite scenes in any horror movie <laughs> yes. ever. Especially because the build-up to it was that he goes behind the counter, the grandpa goes behind the counter, and you hear what sounds like him taking off his pants, and you're like, oh, God, this is about Something to turn. This pervy. Yeah, yeah. It's and then he comes back out, and his pants are still on, but he's managed to take his diaper off <laughs> and cram it in this kid's face. And later, all you see of the kid is him in the background, like, soft focus with just poop all over. 
<laughs> Is your computer still going? Yeah. Okay, I was just curious. Um, <laughs> it's really ridiculous. It's ridiculous. My my favorite intentional funny moment. Um, I might have been the 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 bare ass of the grandma when she walked up because there was that like was that got me because I was like oh man they're they're like like that was like okay they were trying to be kind of funny I think because that's not scary and it's not hot it's like just funny um, my favorite unintentional funny moment in this movie was when uh, the girl is is coming around the corner in the barn with her video camera <laughs> and the oh. grandpa has the shotgun in his mouth. Oh, I and, he no- and he notices her and he goes oh, oh my god I was just cleaning it I swear I was just cleaning it it, it was like it was funny for me because it got really dark really quick yeah. like oh my god because at this point yeah. at this point we still think that that's her grandfather and that he, maybe he has mental issues or something but that was like whoa that this- was an M. Night Shyamalan moment that was one where I was like if this was in a better movie, that would be an awesome moment. Exactly. Because it was right. really messed up. Yeah. But it was so shocking in that movie that it was funny. It was funny. And it, I don't think it was supposed to be funny. No. But, like, that's a, that's a scene that I want to send people on YouTube. I like, want that scene to exist in a better movie. Yeah. I I had this thought earlier this morning before when I was making some notes for the movie. I actually think I would have preferred this movie had it been R-rated or even NC seventeen and like was really like fucked real up. Messed, yeah, like, 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 grandma. Yeah. yeah, because it is a messed up concept all around. Yeah. And, and like they don't really they start going for it, but not yeah. Quite. And it's like it definitely like has a reminiscence of some like eighties like kind of culty like B movie Absolutely, horror yeah. to it. But it doesn't go there. It like it references it and it like wants to be that. Like that's my impression of it. But it never gets daring enough, or yeah. it never gets you know like it never gets like I I it never gets to that point where the stakes are like extremely high and just it could have just been like sick and twisted. And yeah. I think then if like it would have been a considered like a cult yeah like a, a cult like, movie like a, like a rob like, zombie twisted movie yeah like it was like that yeah and be like oh look what i'm fucking m night Shyamalan yeah. did like and there were moments where it almost seemed like the grandma was like flirting or something with this like, with the son right yeah like, or the kid or the like guy. it was like at the camera but i think the idea was that it, the kid had the camera but it was like Almost, you start to think, "Oh my God, is this going to get weird and that sexual?" They are like pervy, they should have yeah. just gone for it. Yeah. All that weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the grandma was naked half the time, anyways. And, and then, like, uh, then at the end of the movie, it gets this like, there's so much resolution in like five minutes, which is so yeah. weird. I mean, this 13 year old and this 15 year old just murdered two adults, and <laughs> literally, like the literally like the plot of this movie is. Um, young 15-year-old filmmaker doesn't speak to her father anymore because he walked out on them early on in their lives. And the way that she comes to terms with it is from killing two adults that she thought were her grandparents. And now she wants to see him again. Like, that's literally what the plot is. And that's, like, that's too melodramatic for this content. Like, it needed to be either, what you're saying, either really messed up or really goofy. Like, Mm -hmm. it needed to be scary movie funny or it needed, you know, or it needed to be Rob Zombie messed up. 
Or we just don't see aftermath. I don't think we needed to see. Uh, yeah, we didn't need that conclusion. No. Any of weird. the conclusion of them coming to terms with anything. And then rapping about it. Oh my god. Oh, that is the main thing we need to talk Remember about. Remember when she called him she called him ethnically scene. confused or something, which was really awkward. I think implying that like he's white and rapping, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. That was weird. Yeah. The whole thing was weird. I mean, that end speech is so heavy-handed like here's the message of the yeah. movie like it almost made me like vomit like mm-hmm. just how like <laughs> like the grandma yes wah, wah. which you know the grandma likes uh. actions for like the first half of the movie as like liz pointed out to me during the movie she goes that's just you after a day of day drinking like, <laughs> like she was it's having fun she was like running around the house naked like end, scratching like, that's called living <laughs> <laughs> she was living laughing in like, a rocking chair just laughing at a wall but try to keep the darky darkies in yeah <laughs> was like, so <laughs> weird Taking but, off your pants, maybe crawling under the house. It's Whatever. Nothing we haven't done after a bingeful day. But literally, what you're saying is the point of this movie is call your parents because one day they might get killed. <laughs> <laughs> they might get killed by psychiatric parents, and your children might kill those people. You never know. You just never know. It's a, it's a threat we all right, face. Because right, we feel like the mother in this movie feels remorse for the fact that she never called her parents in 19 years, and they got murdered by lunatics. What a horrible thing to come back from a cruise to. <laughs> She's been on this amazing like Disney cruise with her like really dumb boyfriend. Yeah, her really hairy boyfriend apparently. <laughs> yeah. He's he's, yeah. He, he's in the and hairy also, chess contest. They sent a video to their kids. Like, did she have time to edit a video of her vacation and put words over it that said yeah. see you soon yeah. and then send it to her yes. kids all while on a cruise ship? Plot hole. Bullshit. <sighs> I also, there was also way too many red herrings in this in this for me. The one the one in particular that I was like, oh like when she was talking about aliens and like Yeah Yeah, you're living thinking, and under you're I'm thinking like, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, this is gonna get weirdly yeah, cool yeah, yeah. real yes, quick. Yes. Yeah. And it nope. Nope. Yep. It's just some speech that, that was, she had. Yeah. I, I I thought to myself, I'm like Oh shit! It's the well. They put all these bodies under the yeah, well. That's so what many, I thought there too. There were so many red herrings. You're they right. They kept talking about annoying. water, and they hung around the well, which is technically a good thing. That's how he makes his his twists work. But they would have been cool. Yeah, cooler than the actual twist. And what is M. Like Chamlon's like strange fascination with like sports, failing at sports, and then coming like it comes in handy later on like, the, right. kid, yeah. the kid like just suddenly like remembers all his football training and like starts yeah, like sh- shouting so out his football training as he's tackling yeah that was strange they didn't make it seem like the kid had any issues until the very end all his issues come out and we haven't referenced them at all I'm so frustrated cause I he's made just some of the best movies in my opinion like the Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs. I mean, these are good movies. Mm-hmm. Unbreakable is one of my like I ugh, I love that movie, and I was telling you that like that movie was ahead of its time because it was a it was a comic book enthusiast movie before yep. comic books were cool again. You know, um, I don't know what happened. I mean, I I, I don't I don't, I'm not trying to dog the guy, but like I haven't seen The Village. I haven't I seen like The Happening. The I haven't seen The Last Airbender or After Earth. But I haven't seen these movies because no one recommends them to me. I think The Village is one that um, kind of 
people are there people are kind of half and half on that but i think that's the one where things started going downhill but it was still good like the village i thought was still good happening Colin, was have you seen disastrous the, yeah. did you like the village i didn't mind the village uh mainly because i really like like old like but what's the era that they're in? Like colonial. It's colonial, kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like I, I, Salem, I, right? I think that's like? creepy in itself. Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought it was cool, but yeah, the happening. Oh my god. The happening was awful. It's comical. Awful. Not Have you guys seen Lady in the Water? Yeah. No. Yep. I this I remember seeing this movie in theaters and being like, why did what did we just what just happened? Why did we watch this movie? Did you like it? I saw it in theaters, and that's the only time I saw it. It's your girl. Bryce Dallas Howard. Is that my like, girl? Is that your yeah. girl? Is, since when? Since, since you love Jurassic World. Oh, that's so yeah, naturally. <laughs> that's, I've never heard you talk about her. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't remember. I feel like I should watch that one again just because I probably would have a different opinion on it now. I remember liking it at the time, but then again, I saw it when it was in theaters and I was. We were what? like 14 or 15. Exactly. Yeah. Anyone see Afterbirth? After Earth? <laughs> nope. Didn't that bomb? It, yeah, yes. it did not do well. And the last Airbender. Now this is a guy I think he he should do. It. He Marvel should go to him and say, "Look, man, we want to revive your career critically. Come work for us." You know, I think he just needs a he needs a good story again, and he can mm-hmm. do some good with it. Because I mean, what did you think about this movie visually, Liz? I know you you remarked on the house and how you thought that was pretty cool. Oh, I thought I thought the. The design was good. I thought the house setup was cool. It was like, it was like a nice cozy. Like you can see why they'd be like, oh, okay, these these grandparents are cool. Like, cause but still it, creepy. Yeah, right? it gives you it gives you like if you liked that place, that'd be a comfortable house. Like it gives you the sense that these people are who they say they are. Um, but I didn't like that it was the found footage. Me too. I wish it wasn't. Yeah. He usually does such a good job with this like dark atmosphere in his movies and the way they're shot i mean there was a lot of cool camera work but just like from like just a lighting and whatever basis it just it doesn't help it at all i think it would have been good if he just shot i mean shot it the way he shot well, signs like be, it looks right great. because if it's found footage you can't be too um sensational yeah right because it has to look like it's being shot right you know it can't look like it's been color corrected and can't look like it's been lit you know things like that um that being said i loved a lot of the honestly maybe my favorite part of this movie was the transitional shots of the trees Mm -hmm. i thought it was really really cool like i don't know i just love i like tree imagery i'm really into it especially like that midwest winter look um yeah so i I like that and it was kind of a cool like 70s horror kind of look or 80s like yeah, those, yeah. those fade transitions and stuff real quick anything anything actually scary you guys like really anything anything in this movie what was the scariest moment mm. I'll say I'll go first because I think what actually got me and it's very jump scary movie more than anything mm. more than it is like a visual visually scary yeah. movie but the jump scare that really got me was when they set up the camera at night and her, the grandma's face pops oh, up yeah, at it. Yeah, that was good. And she goes, <laughs> That was good because you hear her crawling and you're like, she's running towards the camera, yeah. but then she pops up at yeah, the bottom. Yeah, that was pretty scary for me, but. I will say, and I think this is extremely cheap of it to be as scary, but it was. When they're underneath the house, I hate 
when cameras are moving really fast and turning really mm-hmm. qu- sorry, turn the mic or turning really quickly and it's like and you you see them running and they go all past all these pillars mm-hmm. and they're turning and looking at the pillars i'm like yeah. okay we're gonna turn one time and we're gonna She's see gonna something scary like i know this is coming and mm-hmm. i mean it was scary but it's like so cheap i hate when movies do that it is it's- i actually liked that scene though because it just when you, that first shot when they start going quickly under the house, it looks really cool. Yeah, you, see, it, you start it was. going, oh, I see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what they're doing, and it works. But but you know it's happening, yeah. and you like prepare yourself. You're like, it's nothing. Here we go. It's nothing. It's nothing new. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But that was that was the it's part that scary, was though. like, okay, here. I, mean, I looked away because I, I didn't want to see that. <laughs> I thought. I cringed the most at any time that kid rapped. Yes, I that hated was that. The, kid. That was your scariest moment. Ooh, I hated him. That was the scariest. I wanted him to die in the movie. No, but from a horror perspective, though, what was your what was your like scariest part? I I mean, it didn't scare me, but the the one that made me like feel weird the most was when you see the grandpa with the shotgun in his mouth. That was the most effective to me. Also. For me, in addition to that, was the twice of putting her in the oven was really oh, that was, was really weird. And and especially because it doesn't amount to anything. She <laughs> closes it and then she opens it, but it was still it still works. I have a little maybe I have a little claustrophobia or something, but I hated that when they closed it. it really freaked me oh, out. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um quick, would you recommend this? No. I recommend getting fucking hammered and watching this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would do that, that but I, I don't really re- no, recommend I don't. it anyway, especially since, look, we, we saw this on kind of a down week. There's a lot of good movies coming out soon. I would not recommend The Visit over, no. over what's supposedly going to be good coming out, but um, maybe next time, M. Night. Um, we end every show every week with uh, Netflix or Video On Demand recommendations. Um, Liz, since you are uh, a guest on the show, you can go first. What are you recommending this week, Liz? Um, okay, well, Hardball is on Netflix. Oh, yes, Hardball. Pre-Michigan Film Incentive was shot here. I didn't know that. We shot. They shot their, their, their uh, Cubs stuff. They shot the Wrigley Field stuff. I think it's Wrigley Field. They shot the baseball field stuff uh, at Tiger Stadium. I didn't know Because it was empty. That movie's great. I actually, I still need to watch it again since it's been on Netflix. I saw it in theaters when it came out a long time ago. And I love it when you call like me Big Papa. I love that scene. It's a really good movie. I hope it still holds up because I haven't seen it in it a does. while. But I plan to watch I, it I, on Netflix yeah. soon. It's um, a cry. Yeah. Colin. Colin, what are you recommending? I'm gonna stick with the horror. Horror hmm? theme. Horror. horror. <laughs> the horror theme. <laughs> the kid lives on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> finally. Finally. It's like all, all my strength not to belittle you. <laughs> you did a good job. But, um, no. Uh, but horror-wise, what, horror, uh, what are you um, recommending? I'm going with the, maybe not the original found footage, but the one that finally broke it into, like, mainstream. Blair Witch Project is on Netflix. Really? Never seen it. I've never seen it either. Holy so, shit. So, yeah, I actually want to because I was thinking about that during the movie that I've never seen Blair Witch and I should see it. Yes. I, I mean... Horror wasn't... When I was younger, I was a scaredy cat. Now I don't care, but... 
So I didn't see Blair Witch when it came out because it came out. We were pretty young, fourth yes. or fifth grade. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I wasn't allowed to see that. Yeah. So, um, so you like that movie? I love that really? movie, and it's one of the only movies that I, I mean, you know, I haven't seen it in like three years. Uh, that I always find genuinely really scary when I watch it. Uh, the found footage works. It's really disorienting, and it is kind of like overwhelming. But the buildup to the climax and just it's slow and it's creepy and it's eerie and there's no scary images it's just there's no you never psychological you never see a monster it's just sounds and thing it's sometimes scary yeah um, more than it yeah and i i mean i definitely recommend this this is one of those movies that you would watch alone in your house at night just yeah. to really get that feeling for it because if you watch it with a bunch of people it's obviously not yeah, as it's not scary, scary yeah. but um it's scary it's one of the maybe top three scariest movies i've ever seen hmm. cool okay cool i'm gonna yeah it, it would be fun for me to watch that movie with that concept when it's not when it wasn't a cliche you, you know? see that's, like, that's what i don't know if it's because it is a cool concept still... but whenever when you have five found footage movies a year it's not that cool anymore. yeah so because it's so distinct i don't know um, I'm going to recommend uh, The League TV show that's, I think, back on Netflix. I think it was off Netflix. Or I could be wrong. Or they just added more. Or they added more. But either way, I'm catching up. I, I got really into that show years ago, and then I kind of stopped watching it. And I stopped watching it because I kind of assumed that that show would lose its spunk. But I'm watching the latest. I'm actually watching the fourth season right now, and it doesn't lose its spunk at all. And I think, Liz, you, you and I were just talking about it today. I think it's... A very interesting show because it's it's that douchey bro humor that somehow is really smart. They make it smart, and it, you know it's a it's a definitely a, a a dirty show with with definitely what I what you would consider a potty humor. But they like somehow it's like a very intelligent show, and the puns are great. Some of the best puns, some of the best sports humor. So I recommend the league to anyone who hasn't seen it because I do think it's it's pretty pretty good. It's great. Uh, cool. Well, that's that's all we have for this week. Um, Liz, thanks for uh, thanks for joining. Thanks I hope you had a good time. Me. I did. I hope you enjoy your time in L.A. and and can report back. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I, I want to say it on the air. Liz is one of my best friends and one of the people I most respect. And I just want to wish her the best time out in Los Angeles. And may Thank all good you. things happen to you. And uh, I'm so so proud of you. That's the nicest you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the nicest I've seen Colin ever be at all. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Ditto to that. Sweet. And um, I'm sad, but it's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. Colin and I will be back next week uh, with Mitch, and we'll see another movie, and we'll be back to discuss. Yeah, a lot of good ones. Coming a lot of good out. ones coming out. I'm really yeah. excited for this season. For Liz and Colin, I'm Kale. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye. 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 This has been a WoodwardsDetroit.com production, your Detroit avenue to alternative pop culture talk.